Welcome back to Rome Boys. On this episode, we got Father Tim in the house. Woo. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, I love through your story so, so far. You've talked yeah. about the Eucharist, the love of the Eucharist, <laughs> yeah. then the love of confession, and then community. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that seems like right there. I, this yeah. is a very similar trend that God uses and in people's those life. Those things yeah. certainly were part of things for me there. At, at Texas Tech is when I started going to daily mass mm -hmm. um, at St. Elizabeth's. Okay, and even they even had he even had mass on campus once a week. How about that? Nice. In the library. Cool. And um, wow. I um. Yep. So, in fact, I think I went to the on-campus daily mass before I went to any other daily mass, and then started to realize, oh wow, there's there's also mass, not just that day on campus, but mm -hmm. other days just a few blocks yeah. down. Sure. So, started going to daily mass. Started going to confession more regularly. Um, <laughs> it started learning and really growing because those guys in my small faith group, mm. I um. In terms of formation, I hadn't had a lot of, of formation up, up to that point. Um, you know, my mom, she, she definitely did her best, but she, she, she passed on what she had received, you sure. know. I mean, right. she, she had grown up that same way that she raised us of, you know, it's very important to, to be baptized, receive First Communion, be confirmed, and then they would make it to Mass when they could. No, I'm just getting warmed up. But it... it you know, um, I, I just didn't have the, the, the depth of formation that some of these other guys had. Some of them had gone to Catholic schools. Mm -hmm. um, so you're letting it all uh, soak in. All, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, were, there were three or four guys in that group that were just really well-formed mm. for early 20s, really well-formed and able to share the faith. Mm. And, and so that was, that was really helpful to me. Um, and yeah, so things so just when did the bug of priesthood kind of? Oh, was wow, it through just so through good just small little this whole story. I, yeah. So, so I, I'll say this after one, one thing I didn't say is when I was the, so the first time that I ever even thought about it, the first, you know, there was a priest, there was a vocations talk at a search retreat. I went to mm -hmm. the, let's see, this would have been. Like a week after I graduated high school, mm, okay. okay, I, I oh. went to search retreat for the first time. There was a vocations talk there, and um, that was the first time I ever, you know, I could do it, that. I ever thought, yeah. ah, no, 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 not at all, no, no heavens, no, no, oh, kidding. <laughs> like th that, this yeah. is no, I, I'm still, I'm still, you know. I really kind of struggling in terms of, you know, am I going to be a where, Catholic or not? Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. But can't you take a guess? And, and so, but I remember, I remember going home, and I remember specifically at home on my knees praying about praying about that. Of do you want me to be a priest? And the answer at the time was no. <laughs> so yeah. not right now. Uh, so that 
came up at different times mm. throughout the next several years. Sure. But it was always not no. what I was called to at that time. Yeah. And I can look back and see the wisdom in that of, no, I, it wouldn't That's have been cool. good if I had entered the seminary at that time. I would not have been ready at all. Mm-hmm. And it so, wouldn't have finished or this I, or that. Right. Or circumstances just wasn't going to yeah. allow that to happen. Yeah. And so when yeah. I was 27, by that point I was uh, living and working back in Fort Stockton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a... Uh, the business manager for uh, a guy that had um, started and developed his own oil and gas company. Really, he was very successful, and that company grew. Mm. And then he sold fifty-one uh, percent of it. By the way, he had he had purchased two really large ranches in that area, both you know, uh, two hundred and fifty section plus. It was over five hundred section <laughs> ranch, mm. which is over about three hundred fifty thousand acres. No. Impressive. Okay. So in the middle of that, there was about a 40-section, 40 40-square-mile 40 area where there was a lot of drilling for natural gas, mm. okay? And there were, you know, they were averaging about 40 drilling rigs on that place at a time, and that's when I went to work for them. Yeah. And, um, so I got that going, which is nice. So I was, I was working for them, and... Uh, I was working for him as rats. Mm. So, so, so the thing, what, what I did is I was basically the in-between person for the, the landowner, which was him mm-hmm. and, and, and the, the ranch and the gas company and the oil and gas company. Mm. So I was responsible for two main things. One was the, what we call the damages. Okay. Anytime, um, a roads put in, right. Uh, water line pipelines put in. Yeah. I say water. Line. <laughs> Gas line or water line, any kind of pipeline. Any kind of pipeline, yeah. Any kind of pipeline, road, anytime caliche's used, anytime water's used, um, those are what's, what are called the, surface damages. Yeah, you were the middleman. You were the one that... So I, I had to make sure that those things all got billed for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was my main... And I did other, other things, too, but that was, that was what I was hired for, primarily. Okay. If there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. Yeah. And... Um, Right, so that's what I was doing. Um, that's a lot of responsibility. When mm-hmm. when I started to feel called to be a priest, now right before that, I had been when they asked me to go work for them. I was working for a bank there in Fort Stockton. Oh. Okay, and at that time when I was working at the bank, I had time to be really involved in the church, hmm. and so I was working, you know, forty hours a week, eight to five, mm-hmm. and I had time to be involved with that time they didn't have a youth minister didn't even really have a youth group so i started taking kids to retreats and um so you went like really involved in the church with the bank job to yeah really involved like on the finance council um yeah uh lector in uh i guess there were two different choirs that i was a part of and um yeah you take this gas really involved to i didn't have any time Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, zero. We're time. working sixty plus hours a week wow. and always on call. Wow. So, so, uh, and with that, my spiritual life, you know, I went from always having time to pray, always having time to go to daily mass, yeah. um, and and being involved in the church, to then struggling, you know, to where I was doing good. I was, I was the only thing that I think I'd kept completely was going to Sunday mass, okay. and yeah. still. You know, so you like reading of and being in, like in one really, of the choirs, but yeah, you were really involved in your faith, really involved, and then all of a sudden there's this dry period. Well, 
Yeah. And then uh, just that in that dry period, you just come back. I, I don't know. I don't know that I would call it dry. Is is things were still still there, but I was just really struggling because I I didn't have the time for God, and so everything else in my life didn't make sense. Hmm. Ah, okay, yeah, I got you. And I, 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 yeah, yeah. So I didn't have time to take those things I was struggling with to God, because that was what really drew me close to Him in high school is being able to take those things, give those things to Him, yeah, and and to in that received from him. And so that wasn't happening. And so I was starting to really struggle in trying to figure out what, you know, what do I need to be doing? And that's where's my priorities. You know, I can remember specifically, and I even have it in my journal of where I wrote, you know, cause I would journal and, um, where I, you know, that night when I prayed, just asking God, like, what do you, what do I need to be doing? Like, what do I really need to be doing? What do you want? For mm-hmm. me, and and because I knew by that point in my life that whatever he wanted is what was going to be best. Like mm-hmm. that's what I that's needed cool. to be doing. I, I I knew that much. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so I'm a, I'm asking him, and that was when that was the first time that it really like entered my head of like, you know, have you thought of being a priest? I didn't even see it coming. Okay. Yeah. And I can remember immediately like. Uh, okay, let's let's give this five years. Like, you know, I, I, if I'm not married in five years, <laughs> I might, I'll I'd consider it. Uh, yeah, but I'll think about I, it. I, I, I just, I, I immediately had a lot of questions and reservations. And you like to and, take, take your time too. So, all right. you know, five and, and, years is. And so that really, that, that's when I was 27, though. That, that was yeah. in August of 2009. Mm. Okay. Long story short, by August of 2010, I did enter the seminary. Okay. <laughs> but okay. it actually it happened fairly quickly now that yeah. I look back. But that whole fall, like that whole August, September, October, November, December, I was really struggling with that. Like I, I would kind of suppress it, and then it'd come back. I was really struggling with it. And so then uh, January – so keep in mind, by that point, I my involvement in the church had not been near what it was before yeah. as – my prayer life hadn't been. And so first week of January, um, you know, a good friend of mine who she had moved into, moved back to Fort Stockton also. Um, and she, um, I guess I can say her name. Shout out to Nancy Agundis. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Um, so she had, had moved back into Fort Stockton and she was helping with the youth group. In fact, she was kind of the one, taking them on retreats and things now. And, and sure. so, and, and she said, you know, she called and said, I'm not going to be able to go to this. It was the youth 2000. And mm. I think it's youth 2000, what they call it. And it's Holy angels. Mm-hmm. Um, there's youth 2000 and bread of life. Mm-hmm. And it's whichever one of them, it's called one thing when it's at Holy angels and another yeah. at St. Stephen's. <laughs> okay. Uh, and bread, it's, it's these Franciscan life, bread of life at Holy angels. At least it okay. was a couple years right. ago. But so that, that's what it would have been the bread of life then. Yeah. And, um, the, the Franciscans yeah. that, that would come. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, at that point I'm like, well, you know, I, I didn't want the kids to not be able to go on the retreat was the sure. main thing. But then also 
it became pretty clear to me that hey, you know, like yeah, you need you need, you need you need to do this. You need yeah. to you need the time yourself. Yeah. And so I did. And in the midst of that retreat, I went to confession. And um, a shout out to him too. He can't say anything about this, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> Father Rodney. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. He I. I I don't remember what all I told him in confession, but I, I remember two things that he told me, and one of them that he told me at that time was, um, you know, just ask God what he wants you to do. Mm. Just ask him. Ask him and listen. Did you hear that? And so when the time frame that I had gone to confession was, was during lunch. Uh, the adult sponsors that had gone with me, um, they had the kids at lunch. I walked back in. One thing about this retreat, the Blessed Sacraments exposed Mm -hmm. most of the retreat. Mm -hmm. Okay. I walked back in, and boom, there's Jesus. Okay. So I kneel down and and, um, just say, okay, Lord, show me. and Just give me a sign. I mean, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And again, I mean, I I was a total mess, but. It was just clear as day. Come follow me and be a fisher of men. Neat. And um, then, okay, go back home. Go to daily mass. New new priests. There's there's there were two priests in Fort Stockton at that time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Father Thomas Monimala was was the pastor, and then uh, this new priest had gotten there, and he's from India. I didn't I didn't know him, he did not know me. Sure. Okay. And uh his name was Father Max and he had had like one assignment in Abilene for a, sh- a short time and then was now in Fort Stockton. And went to daily mass. This is like I don't remember specifically, the Monday or Tuesday right after the retreat, okay? Mm-hmm. When I, I, the first time I went to mass. And he didn't know anything that had taken place in the retreat. He probably didn't. I don't even know if he, he knew that kids went on. He probably knew that, but yeah. I don't think he even knew that I went. He didn't know who I was. Yeah. Go to daily mass. Now, keep in mind, daily mass, there's only like six or seven, maybe, yeah, sure. on a good day okay. uh, at that time when I was going. And he, uh, after mass, he says, you know, I need, I need to tell you something. During mass, um, it kept coming to me that I need to ask you, have you thought of being a priest? Uh, say what? And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know what to say to him. I don't, I don't right. know what I said to him. Right. Yeah. But he, he said, you, you, you know, think about that, pray about that, and then come talk to me. Hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. Man. Um, anyway, so from there, things kind of continued like that. Like sure. a lot of people at the parish had been asking me, you know, have you thought of being a priest? And I was always like, uh, yeah. And no, surely there must be something you can do. I'm doing everything I can. And stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, uh, you know, the religious ed, uh, coordinator at that time was a wonderful nun. Um, the, um, Oh, what's their order? The, they're from the Philippines. Sister um, Isabel, hmm. and um, anyway, she um, had been asking me the same thing, and um, 
so I, I started to pay attention to that a little more and just, yeah. um, and it was like one thing after another from there. It seemed yeah. like every, every scripture reading at mass, <laughs> to it. I mean, everything was just like pouring down. So yeah, that's, and then by, okay, Lord, by August, the hint. Yeah. yeah, by August, he, he, he really had to hit me over the head with it. Come on. Oh. That was a good one. I mean, no. otherwise I wouldn't have, sure. I wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. It um, couldn't be subtle. It, it no, had to be yeah. like in your no, face. You that's know, nice, right. though. At least it's clear. No, that was <laughs> not subtle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. Awesome. It, 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 he, we joke around all the time. Like, it's not so oh, clear. Man. Just not so clear. <laughs> right. Right. Just, just tell me right. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but we don't know. Yeah. yeah. So at least for this, maybe and, and, the rest of your life is not so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> but at least yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, it kind of gets really hard because you want to serve him and you want to do the best you can for him. Right. And so a lot of times it's like, okay, you just say yes to everything. Yeah, mm. and mm-hmm. well, maybe I wasn't supposed to do that. Right. You know, right, right. So where do you say no? Where do you say yes? You know, mm-hmm. that kind of yeah. thing gets hard because mm-hmm. it's like you want to serve him, you want to do everything huh. you can yeah. for him. I would so imagine a lot of times the priest would even more no. so. Yeah. Just, there's a ninety thousand different things you could say yes to. Right, yeah, yeah. right. It's like, Let's sign up for everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, right. but you can't do that. Yeah, right. I mean, what? Yeah, what's yeah. what's really coming from God in the end? What True. what's His will? Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's. That's what did it is is asking that question. Yeah, yeah. What's what do you what's your will? Do? What do you want of me? Yeah. What do you want? And um, by the way, you need to help me know what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. And, and yeah. yeah, make it clear as day. Mm. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And your seminary years? I mean, how did oh, that wow. go? Okay. Yeah. Seminary years. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, Kind of flew by. No, I imagine not. <laughs> well, I mean, here you were. You, know, you were wanting to get I, I in. Was, I was so on fire uh-huh. yeah. there at first. I was just so, so just happy to be there. And I got to, I don't know this is going to sound crazy, but some of y'all, but I got to pray all the time. You yeah, know, there's, that's a awesome. yeah. there's a church right there where I live, beautiful church. Yeah. I yeah. could go in any time and just had to walk across the grass and go in and pray. And it yeah. was wonderful. Sure. And, you know, I was uh, doing what they call pre-theology because I already had a, de- already had a, a degree, college degree. And so I didn't have to go to a, a I didn't go to a college seminary. Um, I went straight to what they call a theologate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which is after one gets a degree in philosophy at a college seminary, they then go to a theologate. And I had to do what's called two years of pre-theology. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And, so I, uh, there were, let's say, yeah, there were three of us in, in my group where we drove to University of St. Thomas. This is in Houston. St. Mary's Seminary in Houston is where I went. We drove to the University of St. Thomas, took our classes there, philosophy classes. We basically had to take two years of philosophy and some yeah. basic theology. And then, um, uh, you know, after that's when I started theology. But for me at first, it was just... Um, the, the 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 prayer life was the thing that was like that was wonderful mm-hmm. uh, for me and, and you know there at the seminary you're you're getting wonderful homilies you're learning a lot every mass and um, you're around people that you can just ask questions mm-hmm. to um, and so I was learning a lot and and the it's funny because this this basic. Uh, Theology class that we had to take this intro, uh, it, it was, it was an intro for the kids at the, the university. You know, it was mm. real basic. 
And everybody was like, oh, you know, that's like, that's going to be boring to you. I learned a lot in there because <laughs> I was, I, I didn't have the formation that everybody else had. Right. And uh, so everybody I loved it. Everybody was boring. You're just yeah. eating it up. Yeah. yeah. And that's philosophy, um, it, it just depended on what part of philosophy it was. There were parts of philosophy I really liked, really enjoyed, and really got a lot out of. And there were a lot of other parts of philosophy that I still don't know. You know <laughs> what yeah. I was doing there. <laughs> Power nap. <laughs> but um, just the the life there at the seminary was it, it, it was good. It, it you know I got to eat healthy. I got mm. to get in shape again. Played yeah. sports. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and got to meet a lot of meet a lot of people. Yeah. Um, both as you know the seminarians, but then beyond that, the different things that we were involved in. I, I really enjoyed my apostolates, my ministries each year. Yeah. Um, I got to do a lot of incredible things. I mean, uh, it, you, first you kind of you, you start out serving at – I served at a place that fed a hot breakfast. I forget the number, but it was an insane number. It was over 200 mm. at, each morning Wow. at Herman – there near Herman Park, uh, across the street from Rice University in Houston, hmm. it was a, yeah. it was actually an Episcopalian church that hmm. had that ministry, but um, did that taught um, RCIA, um, and then my my favorite was uh, this was would have been more towards the end. We went into a juvenile detention center hmm. for about two hours, hmm. and we'd walk into like a big cell of kids and they knew who we are and they just come talk to us one at a time. Cool. Wow. And that that's, you know, kids between like 11 and 14 for okay. the most part. Oh, and um that that was that was really powerful. Um and then as I got into theology, that that was really that 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 was really eye-opening for me. I mean, that was that was that was wonderful because you know, all the questions that we have, you get to mm. you get to have mm. answered. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, so I, I have never been a strong uh, reader and writer. Mm, okay, no, I can relate. <laughs> and, and so that was really a challenge mm. for me. Yeah. Um. But uh, but it was it, it was it was good. Yeah. So now yeah. you uh, you read a lot yeah. now, I'm sure. And well, I try to. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm one that doesn't read unless I have to. Okay. Yeah, same here. If, if I have to read, then I'll read. I can try to make myself read, but I just can't. I, you know, I can sit down and try to read, but if it's something that I'm supposed to read, that I need to read, that that I'm reading for a reason, okay. then yeah, you can I focus. can do it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but if it's just for that, recreation, mind just goes in a million different right. directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I hear you. There have been two books <clears throat> in my life that I read for recreation. Okay. Um. The rest were necessi- necessity. Yeah. <laughs> Shane and Seabiscuit. <laughs> okay. What's the and Bible and yes. the Catechism? <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> for the Bible, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it recreation. Right, for me, right, it's right. not recreational okay. reading. Yeah. It never has been. You know, it's been, it's, there's some depth and meaning and reason there for reading it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, it's hard for me. I can't read. I wish I could because I yeah, would. I would. It, it would benefit me sure, of sure. reading theology yeah. for recreation. Mm-hmm. But I just, it just, it's can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. No, so, I relate. Fair I relate. enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So did Shane die at the end? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, Shane. You need to read it. Yeah, I know, right? Is there anything in your priesthood that you're like, if I could do this and just focus on this? When we talked to Father Josh, he's like, marriage prep, you know, engage. Like, if I could do this all the time. And when we talked yeah. to Father Ariel, he's like, baptisms. I just love mm. that age. You know, yeah. like, that's my Loves sweet babies. spot. You know, yeah. what else? Is there a sweet spot? Like, I, I'm just going to guess here. Having to do with hmm. kids and youth or something to do with that? Okay. I'm just guessing. I could be way off. But, okay. I mean, yeah. is there something that, like, just lights a fire into you? And, Ooh, like, I'm going to guess. I'm gonna guess confession. Oh, you're, you're right. I knew it. There's yeah, the, yeah, 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 so yeah, there's yeah. two nice. there's two things, and yeah. that's that's number one. If I could nice. do one thing all the yeah, time, yeah. it would be in the confessional. Nice, yeah. John most, Vianney, most here we definitely. Go. I got that because <laughs> um, of, most he kept going back to confession throughout his story. That's so true. I'm sitting there going, okay. Oh, it's got to be yeah, confession. No, it's, it's definitely be. definitely um, definitely the confessional. But yeah. I in confession has been huge in my spiritual life. Yeah. Um, and then, as a priest, I mean, it's it's phenomenal. There's nothing. Well, I shouldn't say there's nothing great. In it. I mean, the no. Eucharist, yeah, you know, it's in the top. But <laughs> it's it, yeah, it, yeah. So confession, and then um, the other thing too um, that has been a really good fit for me is any kind of ministry in the hospital or, uh, or near when someone is 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 dying or or when okay. families have lost a loved one. Okay. Um, those sure. and then and then like the real tough moments in life, like the you know people oh, that yeah. just show up in the office and the world's broken for them. Okay. You know, yeah, You're those ready. those are the things because I've you know again I've I've experienced those things myself, mm-hmm. and so those are the the those are the things that like thank you Lord that mm-hmm. that I'm a yeah. priest. I mean thank you thank you for using me in this way. Um, I think it's cool yeah. that your business background too. Like oh, you don't yeah. really have oh, that for most yeah. priests, yeah. So, and you're probably yeah. balancing the budget well and like getting well, finances because they don't have an economics class in the seminary because yeah. you have that experience. I mean, you've yeah. just been given that experience. I, you know, I've always loved numbers. Yeah, um, that's kind of been my strong suit mm-hmm. always. Sure. Um, oh yeah, reading, writing, no good. But, but it's but funny, like the numbers now, add up. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Now you know, I, I just. When I get in a zone, I, I I like that, and I can I I I really uh, like to deal with it. But it's not the I can do I can be fine without it. <laughs> okay, you know? like I'd rather now spend yeah. my time because I'll tell you, you know, here in the last year being at St. Mary's, I've spent to me like much more time in the office than I would want to mm-hmm. spend at all. Yeah, in the sure. And, and, and now it's like, oh, I've got to, you know. Is that I've got growing or because you're kind of newer at it, that can kind of eventually kind of get less and less hours there? Or is there going to be more and more hours? You foresee it being oh, more and more? Hopefully there's less and less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess you got to make it a priority. Like, well, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. Right. The, you You'd know, I'd rather make priest decisions is, instead it, of it business takes, decisions. It yeah. takes a long time in a parish to really kind of settle in. Yeah. yeah sure. And so, you know, it'll be a while. Um, before I get to that point, but but hopefully, I'm at a point to where I, I don't have to deal with those things much, other than yeah. just kind of checking yeah. things. Yeah, you know? sure. Just looking in at things. I've worked in the private sector. They expect results. Yeah. Check the financial statements, and boom, everything's good. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah. But um, gotta lay the foundation first. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Right. 
I mean, it's not like a mountain lion's on your front porch. <laughs> yeah, no, man, see? That's a little see? quick. You see what he did? <laughs> so if you're ever driving by St. Mary's and you see a, a bed out on the front porch, you'll know why. Hey, that'd be great. There's a nice porch. Uh, there's a nice porch. Oh, there's yeah. room for a bed there on that porch. So I was thinking that when you're, part of town. When you're so. telling that story, I was sitting there going, well, you're going to see a bed yeah. or a hammock or something <laughs> on the front funny, porch yeah. here pretty soon. And we can't prank you because you're a priest. So mm. <laughs> If you're on the porch. Who says? Oh, okay, John. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. Who says? Yeah. That's hilarious. So in our diocese, what do you see hmm. as the strengths and the weaknesses huh. of our diocese? Where are we at? Strengths and you've and been in different places and mm-hmm. talked to a lot of priests. And how are we doing well and what needs to grow? And Hmm. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Um, well, I, I, I'd have to think about that. Okay. Before, I'll be honest yeah. with you. But strengths... Of the diocese, see that's the thing of the diocese. Whole so in the parishes I've, that you've I've had in such a small okay. um, window into the diocese mm-hmm. that I, I probably couldn't comment on that very okay. well. Okay. Uh, yeah, because you know, it's just a big diocese. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it, what's it is. what's necessity here might be. Yeah. Taking care of down south. Yeah, know. I mean, I don't know how it mm-hmm. is everywhere, but it, like catechesis seems needs to be focused in evangelization everywhere. I mean, everywhere. that's always something yeah. needs to be thing. But things like uh, the GRN, Catholic Radio, a lot of support with laity. They want to support their priests, mm-hmm. and they're right behind them and wanting right. to do a lot. At least yeah. what right. I've encountered in my There's, years here. The, this um, one thing, you know, this may be the case everywhere, but we there's certainly. A, a lot of good people in, in the diocese. Like yeah. mm-hmm. every parish I've been at, everywhere I've been, I mean, the people are there. Yeah. And that's one thing I've realized. I, You know, one of my pet peeves is is, is always, well, it's always the same people doing the same thing. Oh, and, yeah. And if you want to introduce something, nobody's going to nobody's gonna take on it. That has not been my experience of the priesthood. Great. Really? My experience Great. of the priesthood has been if you ask, people, they'll jump in and do it. Yeah. You tell me to, you'll tell me. I mean... Especially if you um, personally the approach. invite them and you go up to right. them and that person hasn't done much, but they're not the, gonna the, the only time say no it's, to you. it's gonna the only time I've kind of felt like I've run into where that hadn't been the case is when when there was nothing there to begin with anyway. Mm. You know. Okay. When, when when you're say trying to reach a certain group at a parish and they they weren't Start there from already. Scratch, yeah. Right. Right. You know. And, and and they 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 don't know what you're asking. Mm-hmm. You know, like why do you want them to be there? You know, yeah. um, but outside of that, uh, my experience has been that when you ask, you know, people, will, they, I can they, see they that. want, I they want to be there in terms of, yeah. of if it's for the good of the church, I um, that. and if it, it's also for, you know, them like growing in any way. They'll 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 jump on it. Bring it on. Hmm. Yeah. Like I I there hasn't been anything where I've asked and people haven't. That's great. You know, that all people are wonderful. Yeah. At all the parishes. Great. Yeah. Great. Well, we what it, we noticed, you know, we had an event at St. Stephen's in Midland, mm. and uh, they were asking a lot of questions about what can the diocese do or what can the parish do to help you out more. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, the underlying, the overwhelming answer was community they wanted mm. more things okay and usually what we find from the ladies point of view mm-hmm. is that you know we they want these things but nobody wants to head it up 
Hmm. You know, nobody wants to. But if somebody does, be in charge. They're there, like yeah. you said, that support. Yeah. So, and the, yeah. And but if you had the something and you needed somebody in charge and you asked, they would jump on it. Mm -hmm. But nobody wants to just come out and volunteer for mm -hmm. it. Help me, help you. You, you have to ask people. Yeah, that personal you, invite. We right. Keep you, coming you, back you, to You have to ask them. And sometimes, you know, asking them in announcements enough, sometimes mm -hmm. asking them in the bulletins enough, but most of the time you've got to, to ask the them. Personal. Yeah. You've got to ask them. A one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. and, and, hey, um, would you do this for me? Yeah. And they, they rarely say no. Yeah. It at least opens the door for them to then take it serious mm -hmm. because it's easy just to... Ah, uh, you know, I got too much going on. But when someone's asking you, yeah. and then you, and you, you're able to see the need, the importance of it, then okay, sure. And then they'll at least consider it, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, who doesn't, in the depth of their heart, who doesn't want to serve God in their community? That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Mm. Who 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 doesn't? Yeah. When you really no. get down, you, you know, there, there'll be a number of people that may be really far from God. Well, but if if you if you get down to things, mm -hmm. and and they they realize you know who God is and who they are and what's around them, mm -hmm. then uh, we're created to give of ourselves yeah. in that way. Yeah, yeah. Be a gift. And, and and so yeah, and and so. Uh, people will do that if if the if the soil's tilled there, you know. Right. Um, yeah. But I'd say the strength would be the people of the diocese. Mm. There's a lot of wonderful people mm. everywhere I've been, and um, there's there's no shortage of that of, mm -hmm. of good people that um, are seeking God mm -hmm. yeah. and and that are trying to live a, a life, you know, with Him um, and for Him. And and so, that's the that that'd be the biggest strength. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any weakness you've seen? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, too I, many. I guess no. I, you, <laughs> no. My, I'm gonna blame this on my dad, but my dad is overwhelming optimist. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. And so I understand that he can pull the good out of anything. Uh, yeah. Out okay. of anything. My grandpa was and, the same way. You know, he he look at a year like this and say it's dry, and everybody be like, "Oh, this is horrible. This is horrible." He's like, ah, "That'd be a great year for digging." <laughs> That's right, always yeah. Find something. <laughs> yeah so with that you know i i you you have to be aware of the things where there's a need um but then also it can kind of be overwhelming if you I, i've realized that you know here in my last year of you know you can overwhelm yourself really quick mm -hmm. yeah and so um as diocesan wide though it, uh, where there would be the biggest need. Um, you know, being able to, uh, well, let, let me, let me back up and say one thing that went really well, that it was beautiful to me is, uh, the Eucharistic Congress. I think you're going to say that. Okay. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Huge. In, 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 um, in Odessa, mm -hmm. yeah. the turnout, but then, uh, Dr. Scott Hahn, see, I kind of went in there with a little bit of a wall up because, you know, one of those times I tried to read something in my life was, <laughs> this was before I entered the seminary, and what, what's his, his book 
on the Eucharist. Well, it was yeah. lamb supper. Everybody knows. Okay. Was, uh, yeah. So I yeah. started trying to read that, and I made it maybe through two or three pages. Yeah. And it, it, you know, Shroom. most yeah, yeah. There was that, and it just it to me it just came across as really like dry and intellectual, mm-hmm. and I I just couldn't connect with it. And mm-hmm. and anyway, so that I went in with a little bit of that wall mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah, you had your and, preconceptions and, of it all. And yeah. so of you know what it was going to be like. And and maybe maybe you know, I've I've had a lot of formation since then. <laughs> Seven years of priesthood, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe you go but, back and reread it now. But yeah. wow, you know, yeah. it was like drinking from a water hose with him. <laughs> Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> Why? Even for me as a priest. Mm. But it was incredible the connections he was able to make. Mm -hmm. Yes. And people are hungry for that. Yes. Um, And so it's just a matter of us as a church being able to effectively communicate to people and and to get them there, Mm -hmm. you know? And and like for me, for one thing, one thing I want to do during this year, and I've, you know, talked to the bishop about it. He said, yes, go for it. And he did this a couple times already himself, but is a, a teaching mass, you know, yes, explaining yes, the mass. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. um, wow, people under, understanding the mass, but then really coming to understand the faith. Yeah. And so many want to. You know, I was yeah. talking to a few mm-hmm. guys Sunday afternoon, um, and these these were, you know, parishioners, and they they were talking about that. Like, you know, yeah, we, we grew up Catholic, but we just feel like we don't know the faith. Yeah, And they're sure. wanting to. And, they're, right. they, you know, these are guys that are, like, looking up. You know, um, you know, speak you like priests that are that are putting out information online. You know, like um, what's the Venezuelan priest a Toro? Mm. You heard that? Mm. Jose Toro. I, I've heard that name a lot in the last. He's he's like the Spanish speaking Father Mike Schmitz. You okay, know? okay. And, I haven't heard that one. And mm. Toro is his last name. Anyway, but um, <laughs> you know, people are are hungry. Yes. For that. And it's just giving them an avenue for it, mm-hmm. um, and so I, there's 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 room for that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not there; it just depends on where you are, you yeah. know, what uh, what parish you are, and just kind of what season they're in. But um, there, there's definitely a hunger and a need for that. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been great, Father. Yes, uh, thank you for <laughs> yeah. It's been long. We apologize, and it's uh, been a little hot in here. There. Oh, <laughs> it's it's good. Hey, that's what you know. That's what I wear black for. I wear black. Uh, do y'all, it's also used y'all, for sauna to kind of uh, help you sweat. <laughs> no, so, no, so when a priest is ordained, he mm-hmm. he lays down um, on uh, you know on the ground there, mm-hmm. um, prostrate, face yeah. first. She has prostrate in front of the altar. Three. No, it's not. You're giving your life, mm-hmm. you know, to God for the church. Okay, okay. right. A- and you're dying to yourself yep. so that it may bear fruit. For the church, okay, okay. Um, and with that, that that's what uh, this black represents is mm-hmm. dying to oneself. You know, yeah. a sense of oh no, we're dead, dead, dead. Of complete humility sure. and simplicity, giving of your life fully. So, 
I've, yeah. it, it, it's you know it's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the long sleeves. It's working. It's working <laughs> in here. Of course, the collar's obedience. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, this brings a whole Christ new meaning to Dead Bishop. Man Walking. <laughs> okay. Well, again, yeah, Father, thanks for joining us. This has been great. Yeah, thank uh, you all. Thank man, you. Thank you. Know thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing your story, especially about a mountain lion on yeah, the front porch. Yeah, we won't forget that one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, control your heart rate. Man. If we You'll see you sleeping on, on the porch. Any wild stories than when you said mountain yeah. lion. I was like, oh, yeah, there's a there's there's well, I figured out there <laughs> you were going to have a story on a mountain lion. I just yeah. knew it. So, anyway. Uh, and thank you all. Thank you for what oh, y'all do. Sure. I don't um, feel like we do much. To, to really, this well, has been great anything that points guys. to God yeah. and, and people growing in their faith and come to know and understand Amen. their faith um, and, and the treasures that the Lord gives us yeah. in the faith is, is wonderful. So what thank you. all about. Because that's, what, because that's what heroes do. I love I love that divine mercy sign when I drive by. Mom. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Really, really, Dave. Dave. Uh, yes, well, can you leave us with a blessing? Yes, yes certainly. <clears throat> um, Lord, I give you thanks for uh, the Rome boys and for all of their listeners, for all of those who are learning and growing in the faith and, and who, who desire you and ask you just to continue to, um, to feed that desire within us so that we may uh, keep growing closer to you and in that be able to serve and glorify you in all that we do. And may Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. Yeah, you're welcome. Don't forget to Thanks like and subscribe and share this with all your friends, especially all those who know Father Tim. He'd mm-hmm. be loved for, I'm sure his family and friends would love to share this with <laughs> like, no. <laughs> you told what story? <laughs> but in the meantime, go ahead. Be bold. <laughs> be real. Be Catholic. Be Catholic. Oh, good. God, God bless. bless. <laughs>